time are you okay yeah i uh that was a really cool intro <laughs> no as soon as the intro started the music started i thought i saw you go <laughs> i was like oh no is it too loud <laughs> oh no no it was just uh i just wasn't expecting it levels are fine <laughs> okay how you doing alex i'm good how are you doing <laughs> alex chun in the house hanging out with the samurai on a friday night hanging out with the movie dojo army. That's right. That's how we do it here. Who, who we got here so far? We go, oh, director Ranjit Mara is already in the chat showing up. Sherry saying what's going on. Oh, yeah. And soon we'll get more of the movie dojo army showing up, which is going to be a lot of fun. They love to hang out with the samurai. We love talking movies. This is what the whole channel is all about. Action, martial arts, horror, all the good stuff. And, my friend, I have noticed something on your shirt. Can you show it, uh, please? Uh, yes. Let's yes. See. That's what I'm talking about. Trauma son representing shout out to Lloyd Kaufman. That's right. You know, it's funny because, uh, uh, earlier this week I had, uh, director April Wright on here, uh, hanging out and we were talking about her documentary about stunt women. It's a really good documentary. And she also made a film with trauma with Lloyd Kaufman and all that, <laughs> all, you know, this week. Uh, so it's, it's kind of cool. Cause we have to, we had her here talking about her documentary is about stunt women, and now we got a badass stunt man in the house. We represent both here on the channel. As long as it's badass, we will represent and talk about it. And uh, so happy that you are here, my friend. Uh, how have you been? Uh, I've been well. Just been very busy. <laughs> I bet, right? Just in insanely crazy busy. Yeah, I came across your your, uh, your some of your highlight videos, and I was like, who is this badass? Who is this guy? I got to try to contact this guy and get him on the show to talk about movies. So before we get into uh, your career, uh, man, what a resume in terms of stunt work and all that stuff. So uh, before we get into all that, I will let you take center stage, my friend, and talk about, you know, what was some of your inspirations? How long you've been taking martial arts? What got you in stunt work and the film industry? Um, sure. Uh, first off, I just need to say, like, anytime I see someone with a background like yours or mm -hmm. or, or living in a room like that, I just know that uh, we'll probably get along because <laughs> I absolutely love movies, especially action, horror, you know, that sort, that sort of stuff. I guess that's a good place to start, actually. It's kind of a semi-segue. Um, sure. Yeah, I knew that. I mean, I had loved movies since as far as I can remember. And I knew I was lucky that I knew from an early age, what I wanted to do with my life. I knew I wanted to do something that had to do with making movies. Nice. Um, and it was actually horror. That was the genre that made me really fall in love with the process of movie making, or at least yeah. the, at least the prospect of it. Okay. Um, which I feel like it, it's, it's kind of the same for a lot of people. Um, Action was a weird thing because I had taken martial arts uh, since I was really little. Uh, my father was a martial artist, so naturally I started learning from a very young age. So I started with Taekwondo and done that for several years and also done judo and boxing. And I kind of stopped formally training in high school. Um, and then by then I knew I wanted to uh, – I was interested in movies. And I grew up on you know Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan – Hong Kong action cinema was my favorite. And I thought, you know, I started, you know, um, making my own short films uh, with my friends. And uh, because of my training as a kid, I thought, why don't we try to make these martial art fight scenes? Because they seem like super fun. Maybe not the safest thing in the world, but uh, <laughs> it just seemed like, hey, like, I know I can do this and I can just find other people who've had some training. Let's just like punch and kick each other. And it's yeah. exciting, you know, it's fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I was no good at writing dialogue and none of us are good actors. So, you know, uh, really it was, that was a little more entertaining for, for all of us. And yeah. that was the beginning. Um, I was, I grew up in a small town 
so I'm from Canada, actually. Um, and uh, I had moved to Toronto um, in my late teens. And basically, that's where kind of I started networking with uh, stunt perform, like actual stunt performers in the industry, uh, just kind of training with that community of martial artists, parkour practitioners, stunt performers, break dancers. They all kind of use the same open gyms as a training space. So it's a great way to meet people. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was just training and, uh, and I had an interest in film. So one thing led to another. And then I just started collaborating with people and working on small, like I worked on student films. I'd worked on kind of really no low budget music videos, commercials, short films, eventually feature films, um, and just getting experience from that. And at the same time, trying to continue to make my own films. Um, and then eventually, next thing I know, I'm doing stunts uh, in the union um, and on like big sets and on movies and TV shows that people actually have heard about. Um, and uh, and then basically, I've been working in stunts ever since. Nice, nice. That's awesome. So, what was some of your uh, favorite horror flicks, and then we'll, and some of your favorite uh, martial arts and action movies? Oh. Um... A lot. I feel like my answers are going to be so cliche, but um, the Evil Dead um, was really a really big inspiration because, yeah, <laughs> amazing. And and I, I guess like because you know um, I, I saw Evil Dead two first. Um, so did and, I. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it's kind of like it's the same with Aliens. Like a lot of people, I guess, because it's the more accessible one. They kind of a lot of people get into the franchise that way. Yeah. Um, because as I was getting into horror at a really young age, like, you know, reading Fangoria magazine and stuff like that, yeah. you're going to come across Evil Dead 2 and it's, it's cultness. So I rented it, watched it, loved it, and went back and watched the first one and then Army of Darkness and just loved all of them and how each is unique from the other. Um, but the first Evil Dead was special because um, it gave me a feeling that I was almost part of the creative process. That I, It's almost like... I'm not just watching a movie, but like I felt like I was there with friends just making a movie in the woods and just throwing whatever they could find in the fridge at the walls, at the actors as gore. And just <laughs> it just felt really messy and it felt really fun. And it was yeah. kind of not childish in a in a negative way, but childish in a very freeing way. And I'm right. like, man, like it would be so fun to just just do that all the time. It's just like make movies and come and come up with really crazy gags and just, you know, so that's definitely up there for me in terms of inspiration. Nice. Um, I'm kind of drawing up. I mean, I love my slashers. I love um, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, I know these are very like broad strokes I'm making, but uh, yeah. I kind of, it's hard for me to find a horror film that a lot of people love that I don't love. Like I love The Exorcist. Um, right. I love Rosemary's Baby and The Omen and the the religious horror of the 70s. Right. Um, they're not my favorites, but I, I I do think they're excellent films, and I also love obviously trauma films. Um, I think the '90s had a lot of gems, and it's cool to see people really embracing it these days. With you know, like back in the '90s, you know, there was a lot of kind of classics that uh, just I guess some time had to pass by first. Like one yeah. just off the top of my head is Ravenous. Um, yes. Yes. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so and underrated. Nobody talks about that movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's getting better. Like, I keep running into people. Okay, good. good. To talk about it. But We're at the same time, like, we, you want to really more in the spotlight, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, so it's horror. It's tough to kind of pick favorites because it's just so loaded. And, and horror is so versatile that right. it's really difficult to judge one against the other. You'd have to tell me like, what are your favorite 10 favorite horror films that take place all in a bathroom? And I'd be right. like, Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got a uh, sexy sumo here saying, uh, the evil dead trilogy is the greatest of all time. He's also a fan uh, of that franchise as well. And then we got uh John here. Thanks for the super chat, John. Thank you for uh, supporting the channel. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. How about action films? Martial arts and action with some of, the, uh, some, of your, some of the gems. Um, definitely, um, in terms of the quality of action, the top tier for me would be Hong Kong films of the eighties. Yes, um, 
I mean, each decade has its strengths and its own style. Right. Eight bag grand pole fighter T-shirt right there. Can't really see yeah. it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. I did not notice that at first, but that is an awesome yeah. shirt. Yeah, like I mean, you know, this like I love the seventies, I love the nineties, um, but there's something about the eighties, which was like for me that balance of stunts, of of somewhat realism, of of speed, yeah. of ingenuity, of going from period films to modern cops and robbers films, and just the right combination of everything and i feel like if you watch something from from that era like say you watch the first police story it's hard to find stuff made now that compares to that really i mean yeah they just they just keep homaging that movie over and over and over and over again but yeah in terms of the intensity and just the you know the hair raising action you know we we talked about that and uh uh, we have a versus uh, type of show here on the channel, versus, and you're you're always welcome to join these uh, discussions. Uh, Alex. It sounds like a lot. But of we fun. did, uh, oh yeah, it's right up your alley. We did uh, Police Story versus Project A, which is the better film. Uh, we did, uh, so we're having fun with that, and we also did uh, Wheels on Meals versus Dragons Forever, uh, not too long ago. But we were talking about that fight between, uh, yeah, of course, you know, Benny the Jet Urquidez versus Jack Chan, the first Wheels on Me, I mean, Wheels on Meals. That first encounter was just like this is like one of the best fight scenes, like ever. Like it still is, to, I think. To, yeah, up to today's standards, it's still one of the best fight scenes of all time. So, yeah, I guess you could say uh, the '80s for Hong Kong cinema is the golden era, correct? Like the golden yeah, age. I feel like a lot of people feel that way, but again, it, I think it's just a particular style um i i just happen to love it and 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 maybe 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 it wasn't never as that like as good ever again Uh, i'm not sure but uh it's definitely special and i think uh, you can see it in the influences like it's always a it's always a well that we keep going back to yeah also we have uh, michael carter here says ravitus is such a gem and it's on disney plus what (laughs) what the world (laughs) i mean that's the thing about disney Disney It's like everything's on Disney now. <laughs> just so I was not expecting that. That's kind of <laughs> hilarious, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. Mom, I want to watch Aladdin. Ooh, what's ravenous? That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, we're 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 of like minds in terms of horror, horror love, and martial arts. But we got a collection back there. What do you got back there? Blu-rays, DVDs. What's behind you? Oh, there? this is just like a, I guess a, a portion of my movie collection uh that's like kind of the dvd shelf Uh, my place isn't very big so it's actually kind of stacked so that there's like another it's kind of like a like it's stacked in front of itself right so what you see is hiding more movies behind it (laughs) Um, hey i totally understand we run we're running out of room over here also uh but yeah man let's kind of bounce around here with some of the work that you've done have you done a lot of shorts and and a lot of stunt work We'll, we'll kind of bounce around here and there but yeah let's talk a little bit about uh reverse what's this about holy cow <laughs> i didn't i didn't think we'd talk about this one this was actually um one of the first shorts i did under my production company name um which i don't know if you could read on the poster here but it's full house films yeah and basically i mean i had been doing shorts since i was like 13 years old but um it was very recently where i kind of started to focus on a brand and kind of focus on higher quality work, uh, stuff that we'd sent to festivals. It was one of the first films we've actually sent to a film festival. And it's basically, um, the way I would describe it is if, if Memento was a fight scene, it is really not an original idea, but I, 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 I'd shot so many fight scenes that I was just, I'm always looking for ways to kind of do something new. So I'm like, uh, well, you know, the backwards thing, you know, you've seen it in Seinfeld, you've seen it in Memento, you've seen it in Irreversible, and I'm sure there's a couple others. Right. Um, and I'm like, what if what if I took that formula and applied it not necessarily to a whole narrative, but to a fight scene? So you kind of nice. start at the end of the fight knowing who won, yeah. but then you kind of tell your story by watching the fight in reverse order to kind of get to the cause before the, the conflict. Oh, man, I got to watch that. Can we watch that on YouTube? Is that on uh, your uh, YouTube channel? It absolutely is. There's actually two uploads of it. There was like an there was the original upload back in 2014 or okay. 15, and then okay. I just recently did a re-upload because I kind of wanted to redo the sound and fix oh. a few technical things. Oh, so it's perfect timing then. Uh, okay, yeah, cool. But you can find it on the Fool House Films YouTube, um, right. both versions. And I put uh, both of your uh, YouTube channels in the description box below, so the Movie Dojo Army can go ahead and check out your work. Amazing. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I need to watch Reverse here. And it looks like, uh, it says 2015 in the middle there. It looks like it did get uh, nominated. 
Oh no, it's just an official selection. So oh, uh, it was. It was, it was uh, yeah, this is one of the first things we sent out. So we were just happy to get it into a film festival. Yeah, and actually, still, that's an accomplishment, though. But that's yeah, the, it's, I, uh... the idea is pretty dope, man. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I hope you like it. I had fun uh, earlier today watching Werewolf Assassin, man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I could see the trauma influence right here with this one, man. This was. This was a lot of fun, man. I was busting up, cracking up with this one. It got that horror slash grindhouse feel to it, man. But uh, the opening, the fake trailer preview before the movie started, all I'm going to say, chat, it's hilarious. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to ruin it for chat. I want chat to check it out. But I couldn't stop laughing, man. I was dying. Uh, but yeah, this is just a lot of fun. I mean, come on, werewolf assassin. What else do you need here? What else do you need? Uh, Shogun assassin fan. That font, assassin font, looks a little Shogun assassin. Oh, you have a sharp eye. Yeah, the um, the font was a hundred percent inspired by Shogun assassin. Nice. And uh, and even the I should know. Wait, the title sequence is inspired by something else. But yeah, there's like references all over the place, um, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad you found it funny because when we were making it, we weren't sure if anyone was going to find it funny. It kind of was. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> it kind of was an excuse to make a movie because uh, it was okay. the first one I'd made in a while, so it was a, a way to kind of get back into it because we had done reverse right after that. This oh, okay. was kind of just to to work that muscle again to just yeah. get into the habit of filming and yeah, going get out. Your feet dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite part of of, of this of that short is uh, you here running, <laughs> doing right. the, doing the ninja samurai run towards each other, and it like it took forever to get to you, to get to each other. I actually wanted to go longer. <laughs> I actually wanted to go longer. You take, guys are taking forever to run towards each other. Uh, but yeah, that was a fun fight. And uh, man, he just had to he had to he had to cut the the junk, huh? He had to cut the junk in half. And uh, feed it to your character, which I, I was cracking up. But, dude, the, I was busting up through the whole thing. I mean, come on. The, the name of this character is <laughs> Evil Bitch, chat. That's the name of the character, Evil Bitch. I'm sold. All right? And this is right up Samurai's Alley. This is hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, I had fun with that, man. I was cracking up with that one. I'm so glad. The beautiful thing about was a that, lot of... Was it hard to do that uh, short? Um, It's funny because it was supposed to be... Uh, um like a not so challenging endeavor because the whole point of it was to like make something and finish it and just to, you know, give us momentum. And, uh, I think, I don't know what the original budget was supposed to be, but it ended up way, actually I'll tell you this interesting piece of trivia. So we want, we tried to keep it the budget low, like just, you know, like just make, like in the hundreds, you know, right. cause like the blood and stuff. So there's this one gag where, um, you see a character the, all that remains is the skin so it's like instead of instead of like you know when you skin someone you just have the skeleton, but this is kind of like the the opposite effect where you just see like the skin remaining of the person from head to toe. Right. right. And uh, when I had written it, I wasn't sure how we would do it, but I'm like I'm always uh, willing to compromise and take some ideas out if they're not feasible. But I was like I really like this gag because it's I think it's funny and disturbing at the same time. Um, so we actually had a special effects guy make us a whole like full size skin suit that we would just bloody up and hang. And uh, so that that was like a third of our budget. It just bumped up, but it was worth it just for that one or two shots. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it wasn't that challenging. It was just, it was, it was a lot of fun because the best thing about that kind of film is we don't have to stress about continuity, good acting, right? right. Um, like lots of things. Like it's like you have free reign in a grindhouse picture. Like it could right. be as bad as it can be and it'll still be on brand. <laughs> But I was already laughing with the beginning when the werewolf assassin was killing the guy, and the guy was screaming out, yelling what the werewolf assassin was doing. So he's ripping was... his arm. He rips his arm off. He's ripping my arm yeah. off. <laughs> that was actually. He's tearing out my intestines. That oh my actually God. came from uh, Batman Forever, where um, I don't know if you remember, but in the opening, there's um, there's like, you know, the opening with Two Face. Is that the like security guard? Yeah, he's like it's it's boiling acid. He's just basically narrating the scene for everyone. So I thought, like, what if he's just as he's getting his arm ripped out, he'll just say out loud that my arm is getting ripped out. Oh my god, it's hilarious! Yeah. Oh no, it's boiling acid! Oh my god, 
Was that the? I wonder if that was the same actor that they recasted later in that movie. He who shouted up in the air, "Hey, Batman!" Hey! <laughs> when Batman came down through the rafters. Oh, it's probably a different guy, but that would yeah. be funny if that was the same dude, though. I wouldn't uh, be surprised but, either. Yeah, that would have been kind of funny, actually. But uh, now, on a different note, uh, what's this one about here? Heartstrings. Let's talk about that one. All right, this is neither horror nor act nor action. Okay. So, I mean, I love genre films. You know, I love. Yeah. I love that stuff, but I actually, I'm, I'm really into kind of all cinema. Like, I love my David Lynch. I love. Yeah. You know, I love. Um, good dramas i love uh i'm really into crime gangster films like heat is one of my favorite films of all time um i know that's a cliche thing to say but i mean these are these are these films are revered for a reason um heartstrings is kind of my romantic dramedy kind of the way i would the way i would do it and uh it basically kind of i wanted to start with a very familiar premise you know you have the girl who's gonna get on a plane to go i don't know somewhere and the guy has to like run and catch her and tell her how he feels yeah. and that's kind of our starting point and i kind of wanted to go somewhere different with that and do something kind of a, a bigger concept so yeah. that was a lot of fun nice and it's you know we're, we're fans of all the genres well maybe not musicals so much here but <laughs> really not musicals for, well for me for me i'm not i'm speaking for myself not, oh, not okay the movie, not the movie dojo army but uh you know blues brothers yeah streets of fire yeah you know, rent, probably not. <laughs> what about Rocky Horror Picture Show? My wife brought me in with that one, but at first I was like, no. But then I saw the movie and I couldn't stop laughing. So that's fine. That gets a that, that gets a pass. How about this one here? Beneath her. Oh, this is interesting. This was a. Uh, it's funny. Um, if uh, are you a fan of Nicholas Winding Refn? Oh yeah, Drive. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I. I'm not saying like we're very similar, but I feel like uh, there's certain filmmakers that I really, I relate to their sensibilities. Yeah. And so I was like really inspired. So this is kind of, this is, I mean, when you watch it, you'll be like, Oh, this is totally a tribute to drive, but it's a, it's a drama that may have some violence. Um, It's uh, very, (laughs) it's supposed to be all about atmosphere and emotion and kind of the art. It's very artsy or, at least tries to be and uh that one was also i had a good time making i mean uh that and heartstrings i made kind of within the last few years nice and they were fun because it's me kind of trying different genres um but still kind of sticking to a style that's me um so yeah Yeah. that was a a fun one yeah i mean you got only god forgives you uh valhalla rising i just i just bought the blu-ray to that Last year, <clears throat> rewatched that one. I haven't seen that in a long time. But right. I, he has a um, he has his own style. There's no nobody else has a style like him. Yeah. And, and are you and were you into Only God Forgives and Valhalla Rising? Oh, I like both of them. Yeah. Okay. Because not everyone, they're not everyone likes them. You, you they're, have, they're not for everyone. You kind of have to not. divide <laughs> his filmography up into like, well, you've got the um, the docu style pusher films. Right. You've got Which Drive. I still need to watch those. I heard those are heard are really good. I heard those are movies. Good oh, movies. they're excellent. Yeah. And the, he made me a Mads Mikkelsen fan through uh, through him. That's why I was like, "Ooh, who's that guy?" And then I started following his career. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff. But doesn't he have a uh, TV series on Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's actually I haven't seen it yet, but I definitely plan to because it seems like it's a show. I believe he's directed every episode, and every episode is like an hour and a half. So it's like watching ten Nicholas Winding Refn films oh. in a row. Oh, which I'm down for. Yeah. Even if it's like only God forgives, because I actually loved his more kind of uh, out there films. Yeah, so yeah. totally up my alley. It's not for everybody, but we enjoy. Definitely them. not. Um, but it's nice to have something different. Though, I'll tell you that. Uh, but yeah, if you watch it, let me know if that's good. Let me know if I should check it out. Uh, so, uh, feature film here, contracts. Congratulations on uh, at least. You know, some people don't even get this far to make a movie. <laughs> so I know this is your first step. It's a badass poster there. I wanted to watch it and check it out, but I didn't get I didn't get a chance to do it because I was I've been so crazy busy all week. But I did watch the the Red Band trailer for the movie. And in terms of the action in the fight scenes, dude, that alone will scratch the fucking action itch, man. It'll 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 scratch the itch. Because the fight scenes look dope, man. You Thank talk you. About that one? Yeah, uh, it's interesting because, you know, um, 
when you look at it, it's like, oh, it's um, it's Alex Chung's first feature film. Um, and it was never planned that way. It actually started out as a short. Um, oh, okay. And when, but it was like a really long short. Like I've, I've, I've been in the habit of making really overly long shorts that probably need to be cut in half. Okay. And it's, it's so hard describing the genesis of this film because not only was it a short film, it was the third of a trilogy. So oh. technically this is contracts three. Um, okay. So I had done a couple of, you know, I had done contracts one and two and they were action films. They were supposed to be very like, they had to do with assassins are very gritty, you know, just a lot of cliches. Okay. And um, I had come up with a story for the third one, which acts as a prequel. <clears throat> so, on t- so on top of being part three, it's the prequel. Um, but I, I made it so that it would be standalone. It's not like, cause like there's only a small group of people in the entire world who are even aware of the first two. Um, right. But I knew. I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't. Know yeah, I okay. I had a story I wanted to tell, and okay. uh, I wanted to do I wanted to do it, but I didn't have very big goals for it. I was like, it's just gonna be another short I do, you know. Okay. So it's it's, an ex- it's in in your eyes, it's it's an extended short. Yes, and okay. and and it kind of for me, it was difficult because it kind of suffers because of that, you know. Um, we oh, okay. when we're in the middle of shooting it. Yeah, I kept getting notes like, "Oh, you should sell this. You should make this feature length. You know, this is, you should put it out there." Like, and I'm just right. like, "No, like I, I, I envision my first feature film to be, you know, to have a, a stronger script, to have like funding behind it, and to have gotcha. all the plans line up." At the same time, I realized now it's kind of naive. I actually, it was difficult, but I, I realized I did make the right right decision by listening to people and just, even though it's not what I, it was not like the perfect kind of plan. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's. I mean, it'll be a good experience, um, you know. And uh, even if it turns out to be bad, you know, you you'll get to make make another one. And uh, I didn't have a lot of experience on the distribution side of filmmaking, and I knew this would be a great way to kind of get in there. I mean, like it was kind of. It felt like we're using a cheat code, like getting your first feature film funded, you know, greenlit, made, uh, shown in front of people. Like every step is hard. I mean, right. just making a film is hard. So finishing right. it was just kind of just kind of like the tip of the iceberg, um, kind of getting it ready, getting it to the feature length and getting it presentable was uh, took years. It was a long okay. journey. A lot of what you're seeing is from like almost half a decade ago. Oh, what? Um, yeah. So oh my goodness. And that also didn't help that. Like, you know, as I get older, my sensibilities change and my standards get higher. And I look back, I'm yeah. like, this is like old footage and like I just it's hard for me to watch. So yeah. uh, once we had it done, uh, right. it was it was very what well, we I went to Toronto after dark, which is like the city's mecca for genre films. Um, right. They, you know, it was the same year they, they had uh, screened Blood Machines, which is like a great kind of anthology uh, kind of right. concept. Um, forget what else. And yeah, there, there we are at after dark. Um, nice. It was a congrats. good experience. Yeah, Thank congrats, you. Congrats, man people were really vocal at the screening. Like it was kind of like when I went to see the raid, it's like every time someone's bones got broken or something got cut open, like everyone just cheered. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, look at this. It did win some awards here, man. That's pretty good. And I, and I know, I know you want to get better and improve and, and, and be even better when we all do in life. Right. But especially you as a filmmaker, but still, man, I mean, a small step is still a step forward, right? Yeah, it has been an incredible journey. Like, you know, yeah. um, it's it's done us a lot of good and, and really it was it was worth it. It was a lot of stress and anxiety, but um, yeah, it, uh, you know, and then it's, you know, it's I would say, you know, um, objectively, uh, I hate the film personally. OK, hey. but <laughs> we're, we're always honest here. All yeah, right. but but um, I hope you enjoy the fights. Like, don't don't watch it for my acting, or or for for a plot yeah. that tries to be different. Um, yeah, it was one of those cases where I was actually like, the more I adhered to something familiar, the better it was for the film. Because if we try to be too out there, then it just we would have just lost our audience. Right. But we definitely gave the fights everything we had. Um, we yeah, we did win an award for that end fight, and uh, I'm very happy about that because we nearly killed ourselves doing the end fight and um it's a kind of a tribute to 70s kung fu movies yeah, yeah. um 
but with kind of modern realism and, and violence. So right, uh, right. very Indonesian, I would say. There's like a lot of stylized chop sockiness to it, but there's also yeah. like very gag oriented, like people getting stabbed right. in the throat and just right. like uh, some John Wick close quarters stuff. So yeah, um, it seems fitting for the times and I am proud of a lot of the choreography, but at the same time, I know that I... I kind of want to do better action now, yeah. even having seen that. But uh, watch it for the fights. It's motivation. Yeah. Not much else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, chat. You can check it out for free on Amazon Prime. And uh, you have the director's permission. There he is over here. Permission to forward to the fights and enjoy the fights. But look, look, in that trailer, the fights are legit, though, man. Like, you can at least be proud of that. Like, the fights are legit. Like, I love the way they were filmed. You know, the speed, mm-hmm. the timing, the stunt work. I mean, I'm I'm sold just for the fights alone. You could do a little bit of knife fighting here. I, in the Red Band trailer, when you were fucking this dude up and stabbing him multiple <laughs> times in the leg, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, and I mean, was, this, this, was this the end fight? This, it was like a three on, uh, excuse me, two on one fight. Was this the end fight here? I don't that? think we spoil the end fight in the trailer okay. from Ooh, my memory. Good, good. Um we might. I don't remember because like, we kind of had to edit different versions of the trailer, or I had to edit different versions of the trailer, and I right. kind of lost track. And it's from years back, but I knew I knew leading up to the screening, I kind of wanted to keep the end fight a secret for two reasons. One, it's kind of a character spoiler, and oh, okay. two, okay, it, I kind of want. I didn't want to play that hand. Like I kind of want to be like, here's some fight scenes we've done. If you like them, you will love the the last one, which I kind of want to kind of hold back um nice. but uh i mean if you like the stuff in the trailer then there's no yeah. reason why you wouldn't like it because they are in the movie the, um, <laughs> the speed the speed the timing the way they were filmed none of this horribleness of the born stuff like none of the, oh my god and it's just like i would i would pay to go see a movie with these type of fight scenes right now that's all that's and that's all i got for, I, I i can already tell from the trailer man that mm-hmm. i'm gonna enjoy the fight scene so so hey Props to you, man. It's hard work, still paid off. You know, it's just motivation to do, to do better. But in terms of fights, I'm gonna watch it on Amazon Prime. That's right. I'm gonna watch the fights. Uh, let's see what uh, chat saying over here. Uh, Tribal Chief says he loves the contracts poster. Alex, there you go, showing some love there. All right. Let's see here. Uh, what's up, Nate Dog? Welcome to the ruckus. All right. Uh, Tribal Chief says love the knife fighting scenes towards the third act. All right, so he's actually kind of seen it. Looks like, <laughs> yeah, that's, right, that's cool. Yeah, nice. All right, and Swirls says, uh, "Congrats, received best action film and best fight, uh, which is on the beach." So I'm looking forward to at least checking out the fights, man. That's what we love. We love the fights, man. How many? Come on now, how many martial arts movies out there we love that we only got it for the fights? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the weird thing is when I was making. It, I mean, first of all, when I was making, it, I didn't know what was going on because we didn't. We were filming scenes not knowing that it would be screened at a festival that big and then eventually on Amazon Prime. Like, it's insane. It's kind of like I came up with an analogy yeah. um, where, um, I mean, you know, I, I'm aware that artists are their own worst critics and we're all self-conscious about our work, especially yeah. something as demanding of your 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 physical and mental as filmmaking. But um, I, I think this best describes how I felt. It's kind of like um, there's like a chili cook-off coming up. Yeah. And like, you know you instead of like kind of coming up with your recipe and like making your perfect chili that you were going to submit for competition, you kind of had leftovers and you had a nephew visit you and you're like, Oh, let me just kind of throw some leftovers together for you. And then your nephew's like, "Mm, it's delicious. And then like took it to his neighbor and then it got passed on and they're like, Oh, this must be Alex's uh, chili, chili recipe. And then they submit that. And it's like, no, no, that's not what I wanted to submit. That's just, that was just leftovers. Um, But (laughs) I'm happy to see like uh, people liking the fights. I mean, you know, there, there are reviews of the film and I, I read them and because I really like to stay connected with the audience. Like I want to right. know what works and what doesn't. Right. And, uh, you know, we've been ripped apart in terms of uh, the script and mm-hmm. the acting and a lot of these other things, which and I tend to agree with a lot of these points. Yeah. I'm never like, well, they just didn't understand. I'm just like, yep, that's that's kind of you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but um, I know that um, a lot of them realize the the real reason you watch the movie is for the action scenes. And a lot of people responded really positively to it, which made me happy because we had talented stunt performers and we yeah. definitely wanted to, I mean, we still wanted to tell a story, but we knew that the action was like front and center. Yeah. And 
Tribal Chief yeah. says, the fight, sell it. He says, the fight, sell it. Congrats, Alex. So he's a fan. And also, uh, <laughs> he says, uh, uh, they should have. They should hire you to do the the Bourne films <laughs> fight choreography. I don't know. I mean, like, who's editing the fights though? Is my that's question. true. It could be the editor that's kind of screwed it up. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but um, oh, we got a fan here, a Leviathan. He loved you on Psycho Gorman. Oh, right. thank you. There we go. All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, but yeah, man, I'll definitely be checking it out because you know Samurai like the fights, you know. And it's a step forward, man. You got to make that first step. But it's awesome. And badass to hear a director who's honest, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's a rare thing. <laughs> a lot of times, it's, it's like it seems they like make it, yeah. shit and they make garbage, and then they someone goes, I don't know about that one, and they're like, nah, they become a keyboard warrior. Nah. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like, well, look at it from their perspective, and then and then see what you take the constructive criticism, right, and then do better, right. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a bad thing, but still, man, I'm definitely be checking it out for the fights. Now, uh, I did watch this today, and this cracked me up too. I enjoyed this. I really enjoyed this a lot. Teenage Love, which uh, got uh, a lot of positive feedback here, man. Yeah, we went all out. <laughs> Thank yeah, you very much on this one. Yeah, we went all out with this one. This was actually filmed after contracts. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you can see like a progression in terms of the quality of of the work, but um. We we went a lot of places with it. Like um, it screened in the U.S. a whole bunch. Um, some of which I got to kind of travel for. Um, I mean, I, I love. I haven't really been able to travel until very recently. So film festivals were a great excuse for me to just go places and and, and see places. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was. Yeah, I, I was very. It was it was probably like the most fun film I've ever made. Um, right. It was really personal and indulgent because like I'm love the 90s and yeah the whole thing is about the love for the 90s but also like oh yeah i love C- romance cds vhs all that stuff yeah i love the high school experience i love gore i love martial arts i love ninjas i love pop music all these things are just in a blender and it's like if you like if you like these things maybe you'll like this combination <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of liking things uh heather says i love the fights bone breaking leg stabbing count me in so she's sold uh, but yeah, this this was a fun watch. A uh, chat. Make sure you head over to uh, what is it? Full House Films. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, head over to that YouTube channel and check out uh, the short we're talking about right now. Teenage Love. It's it's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I I, I was it, it was put it this way. It was very unexpected. Yep. <laughs> Because I was like, I was like, all right, Alex is making this uh, teen uh, drama, romantic comedy. Okay, let me watch it. You know, you know, I, I appreciate all good work. If it doesn't matter what the genre is, I can appreciate the the good work. And then this happens. We got some John Woo, Chai Young Fat now, right? Representing. Yeah. But I I enjoyed uh, the unexpected <laughs> gore moments. I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, all right, I I can dig it. Was it difficult to get uh, to do the gore effects for this one? It was definitely the most work we had put into gore. Um, We actually, like that whole, I mean, spoiler alert, the whole finale, um, we had done a lot of gags. I mean, we shoot pretty run and gun. Like, you know, I've always self-funded these films. Like, Contracts was actually self-funded, believe it or not. Oh, wow, Um, okay. And, uh we we kind of we shot we shot as much as we could but we knew like for the really juicy close-ups for the yeah. more elaborate stuff um one of my friends is a special effects guy and nice. we basically dedicated a whole day of just doing these single shots of elaborate or more elaborate effects it was nice. worth it because we kind of sprinkled it throughout and you have these really strong moments yeah. of really cheesy um i guess grindhouse grindhouse-ish effects i kind of yeah. treated the film as if if they made exploitation films in the nineties, the way they made them in the seventies and eighties. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah. And then we got a ninja showing up because why not? Right. Why the fuck not? Exactly. The ninjas should be in every movie. You know, maybe if ninjas were in musicals, a uh, samurai guy would watch. More. <laughs> but I was, I was dope. I, I was, I was like cracking up, man. I was cracking up. Uh, she was badass. This uh, martial artist here. Is she, is she uh, trained with you or you just know, you just knew of her. Um, she's actually uh, another member of the stunt industry. Nice, um, nice. The last show she worked on, I believe, was uh, Kung Fu, the 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 rebooted series. Oh, the one that's on the TV right now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. 
Um, right. Yeah, she has a wushu background, so they hired her for that, and uh, she's one of the stunt yeah, people in that show. She's badass. I was like, whoa. Uh, yeah. Michael Carter says, uh, this stream has made my, made my night. Fans of both of these guys now. All right, Michael. Well, we're fans <laughs> of you, man. Thanks for, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Um, but, um, yeah, I think uh, my favorite line in the movie. <laughs> I think I know what it is. Turns around to the ninja and goes... They kidnap girls for money. They're criminals. Why are you working? You, you as a ninja should know better. And the ninja turns around and goes, I did not know this. <laughs> I have disgraced the family. Or whatever. She's like, I have disgraced it. She kills herself. I was like, all right. So the more shorts I watch, the more I, I'm getting your amazing comedic timing. And I love it. Oh. I love it, man. Thank you. And, and it, it's it's funny because earlier this week I also had uh, Bao Tran, the director of uh, the Paper Tigers, on here. Yes, which I definitely and want to check out. Like I'm so fun. stoked to watch that movie. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. But I was I was mentioning to him that not only is it ridiculously hard to make a martial arts flick or an action flick, but it's really really extremely hard to do a comedy movie. You know, the comedy and film in general is subjective, right? As, you know, mm-hmm. some people think it's funny. Some people won't, right? But it's really hard to nail both at the same time. And a lot of shorts that I've watched of yours, man, I'm having fun watching the fight scenes and I'm busting up, man. I'm, I'm, you, 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 you're doing a good job, man, nailing both. It's hard to do. And Thank we're going to talk about that with Hit Me. Oh, you checked out Hit Me, I see. I think because, yeah, I think I was like, yeah, if you want to check something out, check out Hit Me because everyone seems to really love it. Oh, my God, man. It's dying laughing. Now, I'm assuming Ash beating the shit out of himself from Evil Dead 2, was that one of your inspirations for this short? It was one of them, absolutely. Okay. okay. I don't think I was thinking of it at the time, like consciously, but yeah. looking back, I'm like, oh, 100%. And, and I yeah. started to lean into it once I realized what I was doing. Right. Um, I think uh, in terms of inspirations, <clears throat> I know that some people mentioned Fight Club where Edward Norton punches right. himself. Um, yeah. Absolutely. That was actually the first thing that came to my mind. But um, right. uh, yeah, Evil Dead 2, absolutely for sure. And also uh, Sammo Hung in yes. one of his early films. Yeah. Spooky Encounters. Exactly. One of my yeah. favorite Hong yeah. Kong films. That in Duel, that when they're both possessed, is insane. At the end of that movie, so cool. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I want. I, I do you think the spooky encounters come out before Evil Dead Two? Do you know Evil Dead Two? It did because Evil Dead Two was what eighty seven. I think so. Am I crazy? I have to. Check um, it. I have to check it again. But I'm not, I'm not spooky encounters was like around nineteen eighty. Okay. Maybe eighty one. Do you th- do you think they were fans of that and that kind of inspired them to do what they did in the kitchen with Ash beating the shit out of each other? I wouldn't be surprised. Like the more you dig into it, like you yeah. you'd be surprised to find like filmmakers who are aware of other filmmakers, like even right. on an international level, or just aware of certain works that maybe hadn't found an audience yet. Right. Um, right, right. I mean, the fact that like I, like I didn't know for the longest time that one of the Coen brothers worked on Evil Dead. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that um, either. Although I. Yeah, at least I, I'm pretty sure that was the case. But uh, right, right, with right. Spooky Encounters, I mean, if if you're a fan of the Evil Dead trilogy and you haven't seen Spooky Encounters, like, <laughs> I'm sure you will love it because it's kind of that. I love that kind of melting pot of horror action and comedy. Yeah. Those yeah. instant audience reactions, which I'm always conscious of, like when I do those genres is like hearing you say that you were laughing and that you were like enjoying like specific moments makes me happy because that's what I get out of watching stuff is like, yeah. Oh, I love that. Let me rewind that. Let me watch that again. So, yeah. But I'm glad you brought up Spooky Encounters, though, because uh, uh, Samuel even even does the head flip that Ash does in Evil Dead Two. You're you're right. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. I wonder if that, that's an interesting coincidence or not. Or it may not be. Maybe they it may not be because w- yeah. when I was choreographing, it was kind of staring me in the face. Right. Because I wasn't thinking of Bruce Campbell or Samuel Hong. I was just right. like, well. If I pull myself forward, right, then I could do that fall, and it's like it's right there. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm not just saying this shit because you're here, but uh, <laughs> you put both of those scenes to shame, my friend. You have taken it to the extreme in terms of beating yourself up. <laughs> in terms of fight choreography, yeah, I enjoyed uh, Hit Me, man, and Hit Me Twice busted me up too. Nice, nice, nice little. Uh, two on one action, you know, everybody fighting each other, kind of like triple threat action in the in the sequel there. 
Uh, but yeah, there were moments in this man busting up laughing, just cracking up. And he had a crush on this girl, and uh, but she ended up being a criminal. And you're like, oh shit, I gotta help the police stop the criminal. Uh, but yeah, just hilarious moments. And then we get to Hit Me Apocalypse, correct? Uh, yeah. That's what it's called, right? Apocalypse. And I'm watching it, <laughs> and I'm already laughing because uh, uh, next to your bed, because you still have a crush on the girl. Yeah. You have a photo of her mugshot, which is hilarious. Hilarious. But um, <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to get better so you can, you know, try to get a little bit of help so you can stop beating yourself up here with, with the, the issues you got going. But yeah. I'm, you're watching this DVD, this self-help DVD, and somebody I know popped up. So shout out to Lee B. Golden. <laughs> From Film Combat Syndicate just showed up. And uh, he was your uh, inspirational DVD tape to get you back on track. And once he once he showed up in the short, man, I was laughing my ass off. So That's shout- awesome. That's <laughs> awesome to hear. Yeah. I uh, uh... Shout out to Lee there. Be Golden. Yeah, shout out to uh, Lee Golden there. I was bust. I was already laughing. Uh, but yeah, you know, similar, like, the, you know, very similar to the first two. Except a little bit different, because now you're fighting multiple people in this short, which is a lot of fighters. A lot. Mm-hmm. This guy is huge. How tall was this guy, man? Oh, my God. Justin Howell? He um, he is, like, one of the busiest guys I know. He's a stuntman. Okay. And he's... He can move. He can move. He's a big guy, and he can yeah. move, you know. Uh, he's doubled, like, Dolph Lundgren. Um, oh, nice. He was the double for Rick Flagg and Suicide Squad because they filmed that in Toronto. All right. Um, All right. He had done a bunch of stuff. A lot of them are slipping my mind, but he's, uh, you know, he's just a super cool dude, super talented, and uh, just one of many, ca- I guess, quote unquote, cameos I featured in Apocalypse. I wanted to get more talent involved and feature a lot of people. Yeah. And Lee Golden was one of them. I'm like, hey, like you've done so much for the action community, and like yeah. there's this little role that I think you'd be good for. So like. All you have to do is just record yourself, and That's and I think people who know you will appreciate your appearance. And so that made me happy to hear that that you saw that, and you're like, oh yeah, my god, yeah. But this guy can move, man. He's doing. You guys' fight was really good. Martial Thank arts. You. He was doing spinning roundhouse kicks. I'm like, holy crap, man, who's yeah. this guy? And then you took it to the even more extremes. And not only were you beating yourself up, but you're beating yourself up with weapons now. So you had the baseball bat sequence, which was a lot of fun. And then uh, now you got you got the collie sticks here. And just having a lot of fun with that. But, yeah, man, it, it, the fights were great. There was a lot of comedy involved. I, I enjoyed those shorts. So, any more? Are you done with the Hit Me, you done, hit me Trilogy? You're done. You're not going to do anything else. There's actually more, believe oh, it or not. Um, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, it, it's kind of uh, like the trilogy is pretty easy to find. And then it kind of starts to become like an Easter egg hunt. Um, there's, I mean, I'll tell you like where they are. I mean, there's one okay. on Vimeo. Um, okay. called Hit Me in Brackets with a Stick. And okay. it features a, a friend of mine who's also another talented stunt performer, Dylan Rampula, and he's like one of the best bow staff practitioners you'll ever see. And oh, I thought, yes. I, if what's funny is like, when I made the first one, I was yeah. like, that was fun. I'm glad people liked it, but I'm going to try to th- move on to something new because I always want to try something different. And then I had this idea for part two where it's like the girl and the twist and then like a, yeah. a, a three-way fight where yeah. only two people in the three-way fight exist. Yeah. And then... Never seen that before. <laughs> yeah. And then the third one was kind of like... I found the third one to be probably the most, the least complex. I mean, the idea is kind of like the Warriors where I'm just going, trying to go from point A to point B. Yeah. But I'm fighting different facets of my personality. So you'll see kind of... Um, I don't make it obvious, but like... Um, yeah. There was an inside joke uh, where, or not inside joke, but kind of like a deleted joke where when I run into Justin Howell, the big guy, yeah, I run to him and I'm, I look at him because I'd already fought like my my angry side, my love side, my um, feminine side, and I'm like, who are you supposed to be? And he's like, your ego, and I'm like, oh, oh come on, because he's so huge. Yeah, okay, um, okay. But uh, I, after doing three of them, I'm like, I'm done with this concept. Like, I've, I've, yeah, I've beaten it to death. But then, right, right. seeing my friend with hit the bow staff, I'm like, oh, what if I, what if we put our heads together and kind of came up with like a self bow staff fight? Yeah. And then, uh, and then when uh, the pandemic hit, I felt the urge to kind of bring the concept back and then just shoot kind of like a very quick one called Hit Me Isolation. I think it's on my personal channel. Okay. Um, and okay. it's in black and white, and it's just kind of um, no big stunt falls because I didn't want to disturb my neighbors. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I just filmed it in a few hours and just tried to 
play up more of the comedy as opposed to the the choreography and yeah. uh people appreciated it which is nice and right. then there's another one hit me game over which was like a someone else kind of took the reins um okay another stunt filmmaker friend from san diego uh fernando huerto uh for those who follow like independent action will probably know who he is um he did his own version and i have a cameo in it oh nice um, so who knows where the franchise will go from here because like it went a lot <laughs> further than I expected. So, but it's fuck cool. It, fuck it, keep it going. <laughs> and you, before your next feature film, just have it in the, as a short before the movie starts or something. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, those are hilarious, man. I was busting up with those. I enjoyed those a lot. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about uh, some of your some of your stunt work, man. Holy crap, you've been in so much here. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got, uh, let's see the interview. You were in the interview. Yeah. That was my first, uh, union gig actually. Oh, okay. And, uh, let's see here. Neon Knights rise of the triad underworld. And, uh, how was it working on this set? That was one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I was very lucky because, um, you know, it's a big movie, big movie stars, you know, it's a lot of pressure, um you know they say never meet your heroes you know you never know if there's going to be like you know um uh, big egos or just uh or just like uh, all sorts of stress that you may not think about um but it was actually a really positive experience i was very fortunate to be a stunt double for one of the main characters and so i was there for a lot of it and that was kind of um I was an I was working as an apprentice, and then that was kind of what got me to be a full member of the union and start to work semi regularly, nice. and just getting the experience to be part of car chases, shootouts, explosions, like big stuff. You know, I'm used to just yeah. martial arts fights. This was like right. on a large scale, like big, like Fast and Furious style action movie making. Right. And and you were just getting, soaking it in, weren't you? Soaking yeah, it knowledge. was. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and getting to meet like Tony Jaw and Donnie Yen yes. was just. Like, you know, as a fan, that was, like, really incredible. Nice. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. I had to ask you about that one. Uh, let's see. We got here the TV show Taken series. You were on that one. Ah, yes. Uh, 12 Monkeys. That got a lot of good uh, a lot of good reviews. I haven't got a chance. I love the movie with Bruce Willis, but I haven't seen the show. But that's awesome, Same. man, that you were on there. But here's a big one right here, man. I, I love this show, The Boys. That's it's funny because do. it's probably like one of the biggest shows on my resume, but probably the least amount of work I've done on a show. <laughs> yeah, hey, you were there. You were part of it. That's all that matters. Yeah, I, I was happy to be part of it. Like I, I've I've read the comic. Actually, I started reading the comics because I worked on the show. Oh, OK. I all thought right. like, oh, this is an interesting concept. So I actually started reading it, fell in love and just got hooked on the comics. Right. Um, and and then when the show came out, I had watched both seasons. It was two seasons. Right? Yeah, but well, both seasons. And uh, yeah, it's really well made, and it's really cool. Uh, yeah, it's a, to be part of this show's badass. I can't wait for season three. It's badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll keep the superhero thing going. How was it working on uh, the set of Jupiter? Oh man, this was a unique experience because um, this being a Netflix show, I got to see just what it was like when a show has a ton of money, and and just uh, you know, uh, it was. There are certain shows that like they have a high budget, and and you can see it kind of. They have like right. a large team, and uh, there's a lot more precision in kind of the the creative process. And the fight scenes were very challenging. Uh, okay. We had an ama- we had amazing you know coordinators uh, from LA, and they really pushed us. You know, yeah. um, it's like the LA stunts like eighty seven eleven and and kind of all those teams. It's right. really the high uh, the highest standard right now. They're really helping Western action films, at least on the fight scene side really yeah. catch up to kind of what we consider is like higher quality, which is be like Hong Kong yeah, or, or you the, know, the good shit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it was fun. Um, it was, it was, it was tough though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, still, still, that's awesome that, you know, you're on that show, man, you know, it, still soaking it up, learning, you know, that's pretty cool, man. Let's see what else we have here. We have, uh, uh, Oh yeah. Now this was, I was a big fan of this show, but I stopped watching because, uh, uh, cable issues, <laughs> so I kind of I kind of lost track of uh, the the rest of the season till its end. But while I was watching the first couple of seasons, I was enjoying Arrow. Man, how was it uh, working on Arrow? Oh man, I came in late. I was there for like season eight. 
Okay. Which was the last season. Oh, nice. And uh, and they shoot out in Vancouver, so it was nice to go out there because they shoot all the super like they shoot all the CW superhero shows right next to each other. Right. You know, like if you work on Flash, you just walk over to the Arrow set, and then you walk over to the Legends of uh, Tomorrow set, and then uh, Supergirl and and whatnot. Um, it was cool because um, they shoot fights all the time. Nice. So it was a different pace to work at, and I got to really get to know. I, I mean, I'm I'm fortunate to know a lot of great stunt performers in Vancouver. It's a uh, it's West Coast, so it's a different vibe, and yeah. I love it there. And there's so many talented performers there. Um, they uh, they had done they had just done Snake Eyes, um, and uh, you know uh, they do some really cool stuff. So nice. I'm always happy to work on Vancouver sets and work with like high level fighters and stunt performers. How was your fight with Steven? It was all right. It was, um, I didn't do too, I mean, like, I felt like, I always feel like I'm awkward, you know? Um, like, I watch myself, I'm like, oh my God, like, I call myself a martial artist. Um, <laughs> but it was all right, you know? Like, uh, there was, it was, uh, you know, I think he choke slams me. Um, yeah. And uh, it was a pretty, yeah. pretty gnarly stunt, and it looks great. Um, yeah. But uh, it's, it uh, thank you. Yeah. 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 It's a very fast paced set. Nice, nice. Uh, let's see here. We have um, uh, The Man in High Castle. That was another very extremely popular show for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but have speaking of shows, popular shows, uh, this one was critically acclaimed here. You did some stunt work, stunt, excuse me, stunt work on this one as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it was cool because it was a little, I mean, interestingly enough, I mean, despite the subject matter, it was a chill set. Um, I actually... I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but well, I'll just say it anyway. So um, I did a stair fall and I've done a few stair falls before, but like this is one on camera for a TV show and like, Oh, this would be great footage. But unfortunately the scene got cut. So oh. um, the other, the only other things I've done was just kind of like uh, be a, be a guard and like, you know, uh, yeah. stuff with guns and stuff. Mm. But uh, it was really cool. I actually, there's one episode that um, Elizabeth Moss, sorry, I can't, her name right elizabeth yeah. moss was directing mm-hmm. and uh so it was it was cool because i thought she was she was great as a director um so it was cool to be under her direction yeah for, for that one episode and nice. uh i had a lot of fun on that yeah cool we'll keep it going here with the super uh, hero genre here how was it working on titans oh man which, which i hear nothing but good things about it they say the show has actually gotten better because i remember when the first season came out people were kind of like mm, we're not sure and now people love their show now yeah, it's uh, it was very exciting because, um, like I said, uh, Vancouver kind of gets all the big superhero shows, right. and you know we we at, for a time it seemed like we didn't get a lot of big action stuff. So you know, as a um, stunt performer who specializes in fight scenes and martial arts, it's like you know there's not as much work available, um, and you don't get to do as much fun stuff. But then a show like Titans comes along, and you're like, oh. We're going to be fighting Robin today. We're going to be, you know, <laughs> like, you awesome. know, so it was a lot of fun. And, uh, do you fight Deathstroke? I did not. Okay. Um, I, 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 I fought both Robins, so Dick Grayson and Jason Todd. That's awesome. As well as yeah. some of the other heroes. And it's, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just, um, cool to be part of the DC world. Right. Um, and kind of just the costumes and you kind of feel like a kid again. I, you know, everyone really has fun on the set and, uh, and the stunt team is, is great. Like I really am inspired by them. Nice. Yeah. I need to, I need to, I need to get on this and start watching this show, man. Especially when they said it's even gotten even better now, mm-hmm. but now you're involved with some of the sci-fi work as well, man. I heard a lot of good things about the expanse. People are telling me you got to watch the expanse. It's good. It is. You know, I had only finished the first season and I know they're like four or five seasons in. Um, but it really was like, almost, oh, this is one of those shows that like not a lot of people talk about, but it's one of the best sci-fi it's shows legit. made today. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, and my work on that was pretty minimal as well. It's just, you know, be a goon, yeah. <laughs> be a space goon. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're on sci-fi sets, um, it's, yeah. you, you're really like, oh, wow, like you look around, you're really in a different world. It's not like being in a hospital or an office building or... Or shooting right. outside on the street, you know, you're really transported right. to a different world. And speaking of a different world, how was oh, it yeah. working on Star Trek? It's pretty badass. Um, did yeah, you meet I, Michelle Yeoh? Did you meet Michelle Yeoh? I did. She hit me in the head with a bottle. 
Sweet. Um, of course, that's, it was part of the scene. It wasn't like I met her and, and then she just hit me in the over the head with a bottle because she didn't like me. No, she was she's badass. Like I have so much respect Legend. for her, not just as a like a, as a fighter, but also as a as an actor and just as a person. You know the way she carried herself on set. And yeah. uh, my actually best memory of that set, and there are a lot of positive ones, was meeting Doug Jones. You know, yeah, like our today's Boris Karloff. Really, yeah. Um, he Gotta is love that guy. He is the sweetest person you'll ever meet. Nice, like no contest. Yeah, Abe Sapien, son. Come on, <laughs> gotta love Doug. But that's pretty awesome. You get a chance to meet. Look at you, man, Donnie Yen, Tony Jaw, Michelle Yo. This is awesome, man. This is really cool. But uh, congratulations again for going from stuntman to stunt coordinator. Congratulations. For the horror anthology film ABC's Death Two, ABC's of Death oh, Two. Oh man! Congratulations, man! Thank you. I mean, like, I mean, tech. I mean, like, it says stunt coordinator, but I didn't really coordinate anything except for you know throwing myself into a wall. Like, uh, it's accept, uh, accept it, accept it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yeah, go ahead. it's funny because I was I was actually I had done this before the interview. Yeah. So I was I was still non union, and it was actually the first time I worked with Steve Kostansky. And that kind of started uh, kind of, I guess, a habit of working with them, which I'm very grateful for because I love his work and uh, love working with them. Um, but that was the first. Yeah, I I don't know if I had seen the first ABCs of Death yet. I'm actually a big fan of horror anthology films, love even them. though they could be mixed bags. Like, even if there are some they weak shorts, I'm like, are. you know what? Yeah. You know, that'll naturally happen. They can't yeah. just hit nothing but home runs. Right. Um, so I was, like, really honored to be part of the second one. Yeah. Um, and it was fun to like be in those costumes and do all the green screen work that Steve's known for. Um, and just nice. getting introduced to kind of that community, the indie horror community in Canada. How cool is that? Fair. Oh, yeah, man. Awesome. And again, the big congratulations is you're the fight choreographer of the cult film hit of the year, Psycho Garments. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. I am very proud of just kind of everyone's work in this. It was um, one of the most fun shoots I've ever been a part of. And it's one of the most satisfying end results I'd seen. You know, sometimes you have a good experience on set and maybe like the product isn't what you, you know, maybe expected it to be. Or sometimes you have something that comes out that is of high quality, but you have kind of like memories of being tired or stressed or maybe not having, not maybe not getting along with people. But this was just, across the board positive people really embracing it and mm-hmm. i just i have fond memories of it and uh, so honored really to have been part of it we had no idea it would blow up this much nice congratulations again man Thank was it, but was it difficult to do the fight scenes with everybody in these suits it was but you know that was kind of part of the fun was we right. went into it knowing that like you know like when i you know when i watched the live action ninja turtles movies I'm just constantly thinking about, man, they're doing these falls in, in those suits, you know, um, but we're, you know, Steve obviously is a big fan of, you know, monsters in suit or yeah. Like uh, people in monster suits and the yeah. tokusatsu kind of power ranger yeah, style fighting. Yeah, Ultraman, yeah. Yeah. And, and I am as well, a huge fan. So, uh, and also kind of um, part of my work for choreographing those fights was uh, revisiting revisiting those things and actually like putting it under magnifying glass. Like I rewatched the Guyver movies. Um, yeah. I remember growing up on Guyver dark hero. I realized I'd never seen the first one with Mark Hamill. Yeah. And then I watched it recently and I'm like, this is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen because <laughs> this is not what I remembered as a kid. Um, and then Guyver dark hero. Uh, I was like, Oh, Steve, we need to include a Guyver kick. I think people will recognize it. And they did. Yeah. And uh, yeah. super cool. It was, it was the tough. Fight, the fights are, I, re- I reviewed uh dark hero a long time ago on the channel. Uh, oh yeah. It's legit, man. It's a, it's got some legit fun oh, fights in that movie, man. It's got some <laughs> sick fight and super violent too. Yeah. I Much like psycho Gorman. right in the beginning, right in the beginning. Nate dog says, keep rocking it. Fat samurai guy. I will. You too, Nate. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, man, I mean, this was a blast, uh, talking to you. Uh, I can talk to you. It seems like all day about movies <laughs> and have same, all fun. Same. You got a trauma shirt. You like martial arts. You like evil dead. We're brothers now. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. You've been adopted to the movie dojo army family. That's it. Uh, awesome. But I don't want to keep you too much. I know you're extremely busy, but it was a blast having you here. And it was an honor having you here and, uh, to talk movies and your career. Uh, it's just going to keep going up my friend. 
I have a really good feeling. You can get a lot more, lot more work in the industry, and I'm looking forward to that, that uh, you know, second effort, a second feature film effort, my friend. The Movie Dojo Army will be there to see uh, whatever your next movie you will be directing. Whether I will it be say horror this. or, or it, might, it might be horror, uh, um, action horror. Mm? Uh, I'll say this. It'll, it'll be here sooner than you think. <laughs> oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Well, you know the channel to come to, man. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so it. much fun. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anything else coming out? Even though we got a little sneak peek right there, or that's all that you're working on right now? Is the next uh, well, you know, it's it's been difficult for everyone the past year and a half. Um, but definitely have stuff going on or stuff co- co- cooking up. Um, nice. I'm fortunate to be still, you know, working on set and uh and and do and continue to do stunts but in terms of personal projects uh, there's definitely stuff down the pipeline nice. um uh so we're we are definitely working on stuff it's not like i'm just laying around doing nothing like i can't i don't know how to not be busy which is kind of my problem <laughs> so uh definitely yeah. some stuff coming up uh, well you're extremely talented my friend uh you're a badass you. martial artist great stunt man and you do have an eye for directing my friend i've watched you i've watched more shorts we didn't talk about all of them now <laughs> But uh, you got an eye, my friend. I know. I've seen puke. Okay, <laughs> I've seen like not B movies, Z movies. Okay, and uh, you have quality, my friend. And it's, and your quality is just going to keep getting better and better. And the movie Dojo Army will be there to support you, my friend, and represent. So uh, I got to have you back on here again in the future. But hundred percent, you yes, thank all you badasses. For watching, hanging out, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget to follow both of Alex's YouTube channels. They're in the uh, description box below, both links. And make sure you keep an eye out for any future projects. There is quality to his work. That's right. And uh, we support badassity and quality. All right, guys, you take care. Alex, don't go anywhere. Uh, We'll see you badasses next time.